Hey guys, you know what I love the most and what I think other girls love the most too <laughs> is when my guy comes at the same time I do. But that rarely happens and that's because there is an orgasm gap. We all know it exists, but there is a solution and that is Promescence Delay Spray. I know what some of you guys are thinking, like delay spray, I don't have PE. Well, their delay spray is not just for guys with PE, it's for any guy who wants to last a little bit longer in bed without having to worry about it. And that's because it's not going to totally numb you out and it's not going to transfer to your girl. And for your partner, they have a whole line of women's products. I use their warming gel. They also sell lube. They sell condoms. They sell supplements. They have everything you need for a really hot night of sex. So what are you waiting for? Go get yourself some Promescent. Go to promescent.com slash strictly anon. That's promescent.com slash strictly anon. Go there now for 15% off or just go to the description and click on the link and 15% is going to be automatically applied at checkout. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your freak flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voices. I should change my voice this week because for the past week and a half, I've been deathly ill. All my episodes, I sound like shit. <laughs> but I change everybody's voices on my show to make everybody anonymous. You could change your name. You could call me from a phony email, phony number. I don't care. To, I don't even need to know who you are. I just want to hear your true story. If you want to be on the show, go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Now, if you have just a little confession that you want to leave, you could do that on my private confessions line. You could call that 24-7, the number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that, like I said, I think, 24-7. You have four minutes to leave a message. Make sure you're in a quiet place and you speak clearly. All of those anonymous confessions are aired on my Patreon. Now, my Patreon is a really great place because for just $5 a month, you're going to get all the anonymous confessions. There's hundreds of them. You're also going to get all the anonymous pics of all of my guests, basically every single girl except maybe one in the past three years have sent me in anonymous pics of them. They're R-rated, but they're sexy pics. You're going to get a pic of my caller today. Oh, you also get early and ad-free episodes, but the best part of my Patreon nowadays is you get free access to my private Discord. Now, you only can get in my Discord if you're a member of my Patreon, and that's where people get X-rated. There's over 1,500 people, I think, now on my Discord. I know my caller today. Joey Panama is going to be on there. You could see him in all his glory over there on my Discord. It's $5 a month on my Patreon. You could cancel it at any time. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. 
Now, if you're driving or you're listening and you didn't take down any of that information I just said, don't worry about it. It's all in the description. Now, today I do have on Joey Panama. Joey Panama, he's like a bull. So he's got an interesting story. He was just like a hypersexual kid who realized at some point that he had a really big dick. <laughs> and because he's hypersexual, he really likes variety. He needs it. He's not down to be monogamous. He wants to fuck a lot of girls. And the way he realized he could do that is putting himself out as a bull and pimping himself out to couples. And we talk about how that happened. There was a first MMF threesome that he had that was sort of like his gateway into it. We talk about that threesome. And then we talk about how it went from there. He went on to Reddit and he started getting hit up. He talks about the racial aspect of what he does he does have a big black cock. I mean, it's fucking huge. <laughs> and a lot of couples hit him up for that. He talks about that whole process. He's been doing it now for a couple of years. He has an OnlyFans. He's big on Reddit. He's on Twitter. He's much more selective on the couples that he hooks up with now because he can be. He talks about what he looks for, what he wants, what he doesn't want, how old he'll go, how young he goes, and what he looks for. He's done gangbangs, bukkake gangbangs, but really what he prefers is the MM. F threesomes. And he explains why those are his favorite. We end with him giving a shout out to his OnlyFans. He talks about what you get there. He offers like a lot on his OnlyFans. Okay, so wait till you hear what he's got there. I mean, he's got like a two minute clips. Okay, he's got like 30 minute clips. And he talks specifically about that, how he went from doing this just for fun, he says, to doing it for funds. And that's what he does now. His name is Joey Panama. You're going to love his story. It's interesting. He's cool. He's young. He's only 35 and he's hard at work and he's made this like his gig. I will have all his links in the description. He sent me anonymous pics for my Patreon. Plus he'll be on my discord. So if you want to see him there, sign up. I'm going to be right back on with Joey. This is the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Uh, hi, Joey Panama. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? I'm well. How are you doing? I'm good. My audience knows I've been fucking sick for a week. I have to air all the sick ones like right in a row because if I aired you like two months from now, people would be like, wow, Kathy's sick all the fucking time, but I've been sick for a while. <laughs> I'm taping you. Now, listen, Joey Panama, you're, I'm calling you Joey Panama because that's like your name, your stage name, maybe, quote unquote. I don't know. I saw you on Twitter and you just go onto Twitter and there's your big cock fucking somebody. You're like a bull. You're a black <laughs> bull. Okay. You're kind of young. Mm -hmm. How old are you? Uh, how old are you, Joey? I'm 35. Yeah, you're 35. Okay, so I, I want to know how did little Joey, little seven-year-old Joey, <laughs> grow up to be Joey Panama? You know what I mean? Like, how do did you turn into this black bull? And is it cool to say black bull? I mean, is the whole interracial thing a big part of what you do? Yeah, it mainly is. I don't have that many black couples. There's only been like a very small handful. But it's always interracial. It's always white couples hitting you up. Yes. But white, go, Hispanic, yeah. Asian. Okay. Let, let's go all the way back, though. Like, how did you get into this kind of thing? Because, I mean, there's got to be a point where you're just, like, dating, banging girls. And mm -hmm. how do you – it's not like – it's like a big jump. How did it happen? Mm -hmm. So, basically, a friend of mine asked me to join him and his baby mama for a threesome. And – I was like skeptical about it, a little suspicious, just wasn't really sure that they were serious. 
but they were serious. They were they lived in another city, like small town outside where I stay at. It was like like almost two hours away. Basically went there. It was during 2020, <laughs> during the pandemic, pretty, pretty much the peak of the pandemic. Oh, so this um, is new for you, kind of, a couple of years old. Yeah, this yeah. is still new for me, yeah. I've I've experienced like a lot. I've no, no, I know that. I see it on you could see it on Twitter. I mean, there you are. Yeah. I can't believe the shit you could see it's on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the reason why they named it X. <laughs> it's all porn. Yeah, exactly. It should be triple X. Okay, so go on. So they're living far away, but your friend just calls you up one day and was like, "Hey, do you want to fuck my girl?" Yeah, pretty much. So um, I went over there and we did our thing. And it was like Easter weekend to be exact back in 2020. And yeah, that was yeah April. And then so I I was just pretty much like ecstatic about this. I was like, oh shit, because like, I've had threesomes before, but I haven't done it like in a long time. So I was like, shit, I need to tell somebody. So I told one of my best friends about it. And he was like, oh shit, well, I can tell you about like Reddit. And so I got on Reddit and basically met more couples there. Literally got on one like in May and then hooked up with three couples within the same well with all in the same week actually but like one of those couples i saw twice like on a thursday and then i saw them again on a saturday so i actually had sex like four times during that week but i i feel like i just kind of like got in the game and then just got rushed to the front line it was like all of a sudden just people started hitting me up like constantly and it just it was just kind of like a regular thing like a fast track, though. But, I mean, were you always vanilla? I mean, you said you had some threesomes. I mean... No. I've been, like, always intrigued by sex and, like, group sex and stuff like that. And, yeah. I was... Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. So, there was something inside of you, even before that threesome, that was open uh, to the lifestyle, curious about the lifestyle. Like, you were waiting for that moment to, to jump in. Yes. Now, your friend that hit you up, did he hit Joey up because he knew Joey was down for this? Because I wonder why your friend from two hours away didn't just call someone who lived down the block. Why did he call Joey? I mean, were you the... There was no... So, it's it's a small-ass town when I went there. Like, when I got there, my my service and my phone started going out. (laughs) And then then he wasn't even answering his phone. And I'm just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I'm gonna have to turn around, drive back home and shit with nothing to show for it. Oh, that's but, funny. Um, so everybody is two hours away from him. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah, because like, yeah. like on my way there, he was all all of a sudden, oh, can you get like some dildos? Da, 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 all this sex stuff. And I'm just like, why would you wait till the day of when I'm going to do that? Because he told me about this two months prior. So like on the day of going there, he's all, oh, could you get this? Could you get that? And I didn't get any of that. All I got was lube. Yeah, but if this was COVID, nothing was fucking open, right? I mean, if you're talking timeline. Yeah, that was close. I mean, where did he think you were going to get sex toys from? I mean, you're talking April of 2020. Mm -hmm. Isn't that like right at the height of it? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I don't know where you lived, but when I went out in my car during that time, I was the only one on the road. It was like the apocalypse, the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it was great though you could just you didn't have the speed to get to work oh my god it was the best there. yeah because i live in uh, manhattan so there was zero traffic mm-hmm. nice so you so you get there that threesome was it totally hot with this girl oh man it was it was like a practice run uh basically he couldn't get hard so i pretty much was just doing all the work <laughs> i mean i didn't i didn't i didn't mind you know what I'm saying yeah but, uh, that's what you're there for maybe that's why he called you over yeah yeah <laughs> 
And it was it was interesting because so they just had a baby too on top of that, like a couple months before that. So they had to <laughs> they had to keep leaving the room because we were in the living room. They had to keep leaving the living room to go check up on the baby oh who was goodness. still in the other room that kept waking up back and forth. So it was like we just sit there, we fucking, and then got to pause. Okay, let's go check on the kid real quick. I was like, oh man, wow, that's a little weird. Yeah, it was a little weird. Yeah, and then at the end, like after we were all done, they brought the kid out. <laughs> I'm sure the kid was like, "Oh, so this is the motherfucker that y'all been like <laughs> abandoning me for?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, was this a white couple? She was white. He was Hispanic. Okay, so now you knew after that you wanted to get into the lifestyle. That was like your gateway drug. That threesome, that first threesome. You're like, I want to do this again. This is what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah, because honestly, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nympho. I just love sex. I gotta have it. Hypersexual, maybe. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it started as a kid. Just you know, what I'm saying you sneak into your dad's porn collection and watch it. Back when everything was on VHS, so you gotta keep it at that that one scene and then rewind it back. <laughs> Don't you think that yeah, was something so, better about that? I think it was something what hotter about that experience because it was. It was like the anticipation and the only thing you had. I feel like with so much more of it, it takes so much longer to find something that's really hot. Whereas when you only had that one or two things, it's it was like immediate because you knew there was nothing else. I don't know. I feel like there was something to that that made it easier and hotter to get off. And now there's just so much shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I admit now I'm a little, a little numb and kind of desensitized to it because some people are like, oh, I just had a threesome. I was like, oh, okay, well. Did that like twice last weekend. It's nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. You scratch an itch and you just need more and more to scratch it because you get used to it. So that's that's the same thing. No different than mm-hmm. with your experiences. And I hear that from a lot of people that are super hardcore. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. okay, been there, done that. Even if it sounds very extreme to the regular person, if that's something that you're doing on the regular, or even if it's gangbangs, you're like, okay, now what? You know what I mean? Because you're kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, I've been there, done it. And to me, it's the same thing about porn. Whereas when mm-hmm. there was only that one thing, it was a little hotter. So you were always hyper. When, how old were you when you lost your virginity? <laughs> I was 15. It was actually um, my freshman year. I lost it with my girlfriends. Prior to that, I had, you know what I'm saying, just girls that I was playing with, and they were also virgins as well, but I just couldn't get it in because I was too big. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, let's get to that. Your BBC, is that what they call it? <laughs> big body <body-body. laughs> Yeah. I mean, did you realize, like, does a guy with a really huge cock know that he's really big? I mean, maybe you did because you were, like, looking at your dad's porn early on where you like, wow, like, I don't see anyone like me on there, or, like, how did you feel about your size? Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description.
So to be honest, I just assumed back then my dick was like average. So yeah, I'm that's at, what uh, I would think nine... because you don't see anything else. You're just like, okay, this is I'm normal, right? Yeah, and like back then I was, I think when I first started measuring it, I was. Hopefully this doesn't get seem weird, but fourth grade I was like five inches. <laughs> Well, and then, yeah. so I assumed, damn, like that's average water, but now I'm at nine inches, so it grew pretty well. But even that, I mean, isn't that, is that big for a fourth grade, I would think, don't you think? I think so. I think that's pretty big. There's some husbands that are five inches regularly saying, now. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn, like. <laughs> so do the math. If they were half of that, probably, right? Because it grows as you get older. They were like two inches when they were, you know, fourth grade now. And then they grew to <laughs> yeah. five. You're four and it's like, well, what the fuck is that going to grow to? <laughs> A fucking baby on. So when did you realize, though, that you were way above average? So, okay, this is always with one of my exes. This one girl that I was dating, I met her off online. When, like, Planet was, like, popping. And um, so she told me about another website, and I think it was called, like, Root.com. So, like, basically got on there it, it was kind of like myspace but like porn so you could have like your own profile and everything and she was like yeah you can post your uh your pictures on there and see what people's reactions are and, and, and um, interact with people and all this stuff so i was already right, cool so i did that and i just got a lot of attention from people and it just kind of like built up my confidence and everything and i was like oh shit i guess i am pretty big oh because you were putting up dick pecs yeah <laughs> yeah and then you found out the razor phone. <laughs> uh, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. So that's when you realize you were like way above average. Yes. Did you have a lot of girls that like couldn't handle it? Yeah. Now more kind of back then, like I kind of get played a lot. They just be like, eh, I don't know. And then you know what I'm saying just we just wouldn't do anything. Yeah, they were intimidated. after I lost my virginity. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think... Listen, first of all, nine inches, I don't think my cervix could take nine inches. I mean, there's just a certain (laughs) amount of inches in there. Do you know what I mean? And then the width Uh, is something that you have to really ease into. But, you know, a woman could have a baby, mm -hmm. so she could stretch, right? But, you know, you got to get her really lubed up and horny. And then probably she's good to go. You also probably, on the other hand, turned a lot of girls into being like a size queen. Because sometimes a girl isn't yes. a size queen, but she has that one boyfriend who's really fucking big. And she can't, she gets used to that. And then what the mm-hmm. fuck do you do after Joey Panama's nine-inch huge cock inside of you? <laughs> you can't go down after this. Yeah. <laughs> Not if they like it. They get used to it and they get into it and they like it. And that's what they're used to pleasing them. Mm-hmm. It's hard, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I totally understand it. Why most wives that I encounter have smaller husbands? I mean, there's it's it's not that many guys like me walking around out there. I got a couple homeboys, you know, what I'm saying that are relatively like in the same size bracket. But the majority of the husbands, they're all smaller. Um, so I, I get it because nobody wants to like marry. Like I'm surprised people want to date me since I'm a good person and everything. But it's like having a big dick like every day you know what i'm saying like getting fucked like every day and i'm not the type of person even though i love sex i don't like fuck every day or it's i take sexual sabbaticals as well and try to like minimize it to like one to three times a week because i got other things going on you have life going on work family friends so it's like i can't just constantly be fucking all the time (laughs) Yeah, but okay, but we, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves because we're like at where you are now. I mean, you do fuck for 
your business now. I mean, you did start on OnlyFans and you became this guy, yes. Joey Panama. But before that, we're just at the story where you fuck your friend, you go onto Reddit, you have that threesome. Now you're looking for other couples. Now, what were your experiences like after that? Is that when you started to realize that there's all these white couples out there that want to find black guys to bang their wives? Yes, uh, you get objectified a lot. And it's it took a while for me to kind of like accept it and then just kind of get used to it. But then after a while, you have to have some self-respect for yourself because like I get people that will message me. And they're just like, they kind of just, they just basically address you by your genitals. Like, hey, my wife is looking for a BBC, yada, yada, oh, we want a BBC, yada, yada, oh, we're looking for a big dick guy, like, just like that. So, like, it, I was just basically accepting it because, hey, you're, it's, it's almost like you get a job and then you're like interning and then you're like, okay, man, I can't wait to get paid. That's basically how it was. I did a lot of freebies, a lot of like. Uh, husbands basically like recording and everything and then they keep everything and don't send you shit um so like it basically went from fucking for fun to fucking for funds and i like that saying that's hilarious <laughs> but but how quickly did it turn to that like very early on oh it took a while it took a while like uh about a year and a half to two years Right. So let's talk about the fun part. So you realize there's all these couples out there. You realize that this is your kink. You dig it. I'm assuming it starts to get fun once you get past the objectification of it all, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. So what were the couples like and what kind of requests would you get? And tell me some like scenarios. I've gotten like racist ones where they want to do like race play. Um, that one's been pretty big. They want to call you the N word. and everything. You're kidding. Yeah, straight up. They, yeah, they're just straight up just white people walking around, just having a great old time. But yeah, in the bedroom, they're just a little bit racist. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But it's, it's, that's kind of fucked up. I'm yeah, sorry. That's fucked up. Where does that come is, from? It, where does it come from? Honestly, I think it came from like slave times from when they used to breed like Mandingo guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like, fighting and all that stuff no it listen I, like, I get that it comes from there but why haven't those people evolved out of that i mean there's been a lot of generations since then you would but that couple that's there that has it that still is 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 inside of them that's not inside of a lot of people right but it is inside that couple no, that not. for some reason they mm -hmm. want to live out that fantasy mm-hmm I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, because it's not every couple, thankfully, because uh, there's no way I could just continue because, like, psychologically, it fucked me up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, at this point, because you're Joey Panama and you have so many people, I would assume, could I mean, couldn't you just not do that at all? I mean, I have a lot of people on my show that are into mm -hmm. this, and I'm typically not talking to the Joey part of it. I'm talking to the guy and the couple or the woman and the couple, you know, the couple that goes out mm -hmm. looking for the bulls. And... I haven't had anyone on that was into that, or at, at least no one ever copped to that with me. Mm -hmm. I think it's fucked mm -hmm. up. So I just wonder if you said, oh, no to that totally, couldn't you still exist and have as much content as you want and as many couples as you want because there's so many couples that don't need that? I mean, is that the majority of mm -hmm. people? I would think it's the minority. It's a minority, yeah. It's definitely some, not all. Um Here's the thing. So, like, when I was making my post on Reddit, it was like BBC this, or you know, what I'm saying your wife took this black cock, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I was basically capitalizing off of it and uh -huh. using it to my advantage. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, well, um, listen, inter, the interracial thing is one thing. I just think when you're getting into someone saying the N-word, that's like degrading. And typically the bull isn't like the one being degraded. It's typically, I, I would think, you know, the, the cock on the side, mm. the husband, right? I don't know. That's just like a weird kind of a thing. Mm. I feel like that's a totally different dynamic, you know? It is. It's a weird like flip on like being degraded because you're not exactly degraded. You're like kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Like this, this N word that's fucking his white wife, you know what I'm saying? In front of his white husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't like, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I think that's kind of fucked up. You know, because listen, like I think with the interracial thing, a lot of it is uh-huh. visual, right? The the really yes. white with the really black. I think some of mm-hmm. it is that black guys. I mean, I'm sorry, you have bigger dicks than white guys. It doesn't mean that white guys don't have big dicks. There's plenty of white guys with really big dicks, but there's more black oh, yeah, guys okay. with bigger dicks, right? I mean, that I think that that's mm-hmm. just a statistical fact. So sometimes it's just mm-hmm. about that huge cock because I think a lot of men who want their wives to be with someone else. That's a part of it. They want someone to be way bigger. And if you're like nine mm-hmm. inches and thick, you're like, that's the, that's the perfect guy to do it. Mm-hmm. You're, you're fulfilling their fantasy to the hundredth power. Yeah. They like the, the contrast as well. of the Yeah. The that's what I mean. So a lot of times I feel like that's a big part of the interracial thing. So I don't think it has to do with, I don't think it's racist for in that sense. But mm-hmm. I think when someone's getting into using those words, then it is. That's what I, mm-hmm. don't, I don't know where you find those fucking people, but thank God they don't yeah. come on my show because I think that that's gross. So let's, though, go back to some hot scenarios. So I've had some other bulls on and they just tell me these fucking funny stories about mm-hmm. certain guys, how they, you know, every guy wants something different. Some guys just want to sit mm-hmm. there and watch. Some guys want to participate. Some guys want to hide in the closet. I mean, what kind of scenarios? <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? I don't know. Tell me some good stories. So I think I mentioned this one before, like where I basically went to this, I got hit up by this couple and went to go see them. It took about like 30 minutes to get there. And when I pulled up, it's, it's nighttime, of course. And the guy told me that, that I would have to like sneak in the back window, go to the backyard, <laughs> sneak oh in the God. back window because his like family was in the, the house basically sleep. And I'm sitting there thinking, man, I don't know about this probably just gonna fucking go or something but i'm sitting there thinking about it like you drove all the way here do you want to drive back empty-handed with nothing to show for it so he came out <laughs> and basically walked me to the back and then we climbed through his fucking back window oh my goodness but you know he's helping like, you. you just, he's helping yeah, you. Helping me, so if I'm basically. the neighbor, I look out my window and I see this guy <laughs> helping a guy into his window, but it's his house. I would be very <laughs> perplexed. Like, how come he's not just yeah. letting him in the front? It does, none of it makes sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, being a straight up sneaky link. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. So you climb through the window and then does he meet you in the laundry room or some shit? No, so that the back window was their actual room. And she was there, and she was just basically there, propped up like naked on a on a pillow, doggy style, and just basically ready to take dick. I just like undressed, jerked off a little bit to get started, get in the mood, and then started fucking her. Wow! In front of him. And now, do you get off on that whole scene? Do you? Is that a part now of like your kink taking a man's wife? Not really. I just like different pussy. (laughs) You like the variety and this is the way you get it, right? That kind of makes sense. Yeah, that's funny. Because, yeah, it'd be 
difficult trying to like date somebody and then convince them can i like fuck other girls is are you okay with that but like with the dating and all that you know what I'm saying it took a little bit like not necessarily convincing because i haven't dated for like years before this so once i started doing this again well not again but once i got into the lifestyle met some girls they were okay in the beginning but that eventually kind of like changed like jealousy kind of like set in and it was more like well I tried to stay transparent with them and basically let them know, hey, I got a session going on or whenever I'm like pissed off, I'll like maybe like vent with them. And I've had one where I'm like venting with her about some stuff and she's just kind of like in her feelings about it. Like, oh, the more and more like we talk, I'm like getting more feelings about you. So this is kind of like uncomfortable conversation. And I'm just like, I thought I was like able to like confide in you and now like i have to walk on eggshells but this is what i did yeah but they you know this is the problem they didn't know that they wouldn't be able to handle it and that's the sad thing and but and that's Mm. just what you have to wait for just because a girl tells you straight up that she could handle it and she's down when she's telling you that it's in the beginning because you're being straight up honest with her right which is totally Mm -hmm. cool so no one's really Mm -hmm. wrong in this situation But the girl thinks, okay, I really like this guy. I'll be able to handle it because she wants to be able to handle it. And she doesn't Mm -hmm. know, though. But once she does start falling for you, all these other things come into play. And then Mm -hmm. nine times out of ten, the girl's going to be like, I can't fucking handle it. And that's just reality. But I don't think she's lying when she says that she can. She wants to be able to handle it. And then she just can't. And I think it's cool that you're honest at front. But... Um, but listen, I think with the younger girls nowadays, you're more likely to find someone who eventually is going to be able to handle it. Uh, you know, maybe mm-hmm. someone who's in the same business, who's doing the same thing as you. Uh, there's a lot of, and that's hi- what my friends tell me. Yes. There's they a lot of hyper find a girl that's doing like the same that. shit. There's a lot of hyper, yeah. se- you need a hyper sexual girl. I had a friend named Dr. Guy. He was a guy I dated. And I would just remember one time like fucking him and walking out of his room and turning around and saying, I, I need like more women here to help out with you because this you just want to <laughs> fuck too much. I don't want to fuck you five <laughs> times a day every time I see you. Like, seriously, I'm not into Jeez. that. Like, I just don't roll that uh, way. I need help here. We wound mm-hmm. up not lasting. He was a total player cheater. But eventually what happened to him and he's because he remained a friend and he was like this doctor guy that lived a you know a fake life his whole life became a doctor got married was always cheating and because but he was like you in real life like but he was hiding it he was hypersexual mm-hmm. he wanted to fuck a million girls the last thing he wanted to be was married with kids on a white picket fence but he did all that shit because that's what you're supposed to do and then eventually he decided to just be his fucking self and some people would say oh he's having a midlife crisis but i was like happy for him eventually he when he decided mm-hmm. he's just gonna be him and he's just going to put it out there and he's never going to be monogamous and that's not how he's going to roll. He met a girl and they've been together mm-hmm. for years and they're going to get married mm-hmm. who is as fucking horny as he is, <laughs> who needs as much variety when it comes to fucking guys as he does. And she's super hot mm-hmm. and he's hot too. And they're swingers and they fuck a million people and she fucks guys in front of him and he fucks girls in front of him. And she likes girls and guys and they are two peas in a pod. Okay, so there is really someone for everybody, but you need someone who roll. You need someone hypersexual. Most girls are not wired to want variety as much as men, right? Yeah. But his girl is. She needs variety in men. She needs a fucking different guy every day. She's just like him. So trust me, there's a there's a girl out there for you if you ever want to settle down. And I think Mm -hmm. it's smart that you go in being honest. But I think. You have to be realistic that most girls are going to be like, no. But if you, I think you have to fish yeah. in the pond of where you're, you're at. 
the only exactly. fans girls True. the people in the lifestyle girls that you met I, I know that you said like you've done gangbangs and stuff like that i mean mm-hmm. do you go to all these kinds of events do you go to swingers clubs like how involved in the lifestyle are you besides just doing the bull thing so to be honest i'm more like kind of like a recluse in a sense like i just re- i'd rather be at home the majority of the time i'll go out with friends or whatnot but i don't make it like a big deal because like i used to party man like 15 years old like basically going to mexico with my brother and we would like go drinking and everything and fuck girls and everything so like i've been partying way before i was even like illegal to drink alcohol yeah i got it you've been there done that yeah so it just kind of like honestly just you I get bored quick. So that, that's the whole reason why I'm in this is because like the whole variety aspect is it just kind of gets just tiring. Like you're with the same person and I hate to be like that because I would love to get married and have the whole family and everything. But I'm just I'm personally not programmed and wired like that to like enjoy that because I know I would be miserable. <laughs> well, you you know, listen, <laughs> I mean. People want marriage for different reasons, you know, depending on what that would be for you. It's not like you couldn't have it. You could with the right person. You know, it just would be someone that would be open. You would have an open relationship. But if you want and if you wanted kids and you didn't want to be with one girl, you could have a kid alone. I mean, there's so many different ways it could happen for you and you're only 35. So who knows what's going to happen? But Mm -hmm. now, do you do bang gang bangs and shit like that? Not on a regular. I really prefer MMFs. You know what I'm saying? Just two guys, you know what I'm saying? Just basically That's your thing. taking on a girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now, do you have a lot of guys? Like, how do you roll? Will you get involved in the guy? Will you let him blow you? Because I know a lot of cucks are into that. Some aren't. What's your deal? I'm not really into it. I'm not seeking it. But I've had a couple guys touch my dick. And, you know what I'm saying? In the heat of the moment, you just, yeah, fuck it. You just let it go. Or they're fucking eating a girl's pussy and before i know it you know what I'm, saying? I'm fucking her they're like 69 in, and all of a sudden i'm feeling my balls getting sucked on i'm like ah, the fuck up right, whatever just but yeah we just stop right there i've had advances from husbands and i always decline them how is it the scenario set up with these couples do you go over what you want what you don't want do they tell you what kind of situation you're getting into i mean i have talked to other bulls who say they really like to talk to the husband because they want to really know how the girl likes to roll or something like how is it set up with you how does the process work i like to talk to both if i can um i'll be honest a lot of husbands are garbage when it comes to like communication (laughs) yeah I've been wondering, like, how the hell did you even get her if you can't even talk to me? Because they just, they just terrible with communication. Like, sometimes they just, they message you, like, like, what I can't stand is, like, an empty message. Like, you get a blank profile message in you, and it's just a hi, or hello, or what's up, or yo, with seven different O's, and it's just like, what the fuck? Like, what do you want? Can we get to the point? Like, I'm not a crook the street i'm not across the room or something don't just be like hey me so that's where i have to verify people now but if we want to move forward there's things that are set in place that you need to do that i require like i need i need people to verify off top take a picture with the current date on a piece of paper with your username or my username it doesn't matter and just hold it by your torso and that's it just take a picture just like that so i know that okay i'm talking to a person because like so after the pandemic 
a lot of people gain weight, so they'll send like <laughs> older pictures and stuff, and you're just like, oh, okay, and then you go ship, you go link up with them, and it's a totally different person. You know what I'm saying? They're like way overweight or they're way old or something. You're just like, what the fuck? Why would you send me like some high school pictures and you're a grown ass person? This is the reason why I have to verify people prior because I need to, like, this is all face value. Like, we're all like going off of this on looks. Once we like fuck each other brains out, then we like step into personalities and, and actual exchanging maybe numbers or real names. Cause I don't like giving up my number to be honest. Cause people will literally like find you on different apps and then they want to sit there and cyber stalk you. So I'm, I'm really like, as, as it's, it's odd because like my, my sexual experiences are public, but yet my actual life is like private. And that's, I like to do that to like keep my sanity. So, I mean, it's nice that I'm doing this little interview and everything. I don't know how many call it a little interview. But it's just, I don't know, it's just, I, I try to, like, not be so open. Because it just basically helps me maintain my peace of mind, basically. Yeah, you got to keep something for yourself. You're giving a lot out to a lot of different people. If you don't, I feel like yes. if you don't keep yourself to yourself, you could really lose yourself in that. And I think that that's smart. Exactly. I think that's that true. that is smart. I think it's smart that you learn from all these things. I mean, that's what happens you couldn't have known that you needed all of those things in place going in right you learn it though through the process mm -hmm. right because when you put yourself out there publicly regardless whether it's what I do you do you start to the more number of people you have in your life and your surrounding the more likely you're gonna hit a fucking psycho yes oh my god it's very true yeah well how out are you about what you do I mean you're Joey Panama you have an OnlyFans account I mean is this a pretty much a secret life that you live? It is a secret life. Some select family members that I'm cool with that I know can handle this information. I let them know. Like my brother and sister know. A couple of my niece and nephews know. Definitely didn't tell my mom because who wants to see their baby out here doing all this stuff? <laughs> a couple of my cousins know. So yeah, I just kind of minimize it there. Pretty much that is just kind of where I'll like leave it at. And that, that sounds very contradicting because you're saying like, I'm doing this and I'm out here and I have a pretty large presence online. So it's it's almost inevitable that somebody that I know is going to find me. And it actually happened before a high school friend actually contacted one of my family members because they saw a picture of me that somebody else posted. It was just basically like a shirtless pic. Um, with other individuals um, before it was like the 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 picture before the the cocky game bang and there was really no hiding away from the fact that that's what i was doing because you got girls in lingerie on the bed as well and other guys you know saying only got our shirts off and we're all taking a picture and then there's like hashtag like Bukaki, hilarious, and all this stuff is just so. Oh, yeah, that's like that's no, the like, giveaway. That's the fucking giveaway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was sloppy on whoever did that. I mean, if you that was on your personal yeah, thing, but I mean, so what was that gangbang Bukaki? Was that something that like you filmed? Is that was that something for fun? Was that something for it fun? Was something for fun. <laughs> How many guys were there? Mm. And how many girls? Two. Two girls. And Bukaki is you're just all coming all over them, right? That's what's going down? Yeah. Yeah. So you have the bang session first, you know what I'm saying? They do the blow bang and everything. They give bug and then at the end they basically like we all come in their faces. 
Now, were the girls hot? Oh, yeah, they were hot. Yeah? So, yeah, pretty much you you kind of fuck who, who presents themselves to you. And then after a while, once you kind of, like, establish a status in the game, you can, like, fuck who you want and be picky. Yeah. What do you want? What do you like? And what, what is your status now that you, what's your bar? So race isn't a factor. I really uh-huh. don't care. Uh-huh. I just like them to be like fit and like basically take care of themselves. Saying I work out and everything and I've always been skinny my entire life. So uh-huh. once I just started working out, I just got more toned and then just kind of started gaining like more muscle. So I just, I enjoy couples that just, you know what I'm saying, basically take care of themselves. I like, I like thick girls. You don't have to have a gym membership, uh-huh. but like in order to like, I know this sounds crazy, but in order to like date me, like my requirements are like, you got to have like college education and you know what I'm saying? And be like taking care of yourself and have goals and all that stuff. But like, as far as like me fucking you, just basically take care of yourself. I just need somebody who looks like they're putting in effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and what about age? And what about age? Oh, I probably maxed out at 40, like 50. No, uh, 45, 50 is where I'm maxing out. There's some fit women out there that that maintain their bodies, you know what I'm saying, into their uh, their older age. And I'm willing to give them a chance. Now, like I told, I've, I've stated my age online and whatnot, and then I'll be like surprised at myself a little bit. Because, I mean, I look pretty youthful. So I'm still able to pull like that younger crowd. So I get like the... The 20s, 30s, and 40s, basically. Wow. So there's a lot of 20s and 30s couples out there that are looking to bring you in? Because typically you're doing that. That's what you're doing, right? Yes. Do you care what the guys look like or when you're getting your, when you're setting it up and making sure these people pass your test? I mean, do you get the picture of the guy too? So before I didn't really care, but now you kind of do because I don't want no gross looking like slob, like, you know what I'm saying? Igor, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Looking type cat. Um, I appreciate your honesty. Yeah, just like sweating or something. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Just in the corner, just like staring at you. Just, I mean, we all like a little creepy, you know what I'm saying? A little pervy to a certain extent, but no like weirdo looking guys you know what i'm saying because it it's it's kind of weird how some like hot girls are like dating these like weird looking dudes and they're like married to these smaller guys and i'm just like fuck but i feel like i'm basically like you're to a certain extent you know what i'm saying being objectified i'm kind of like like a portable dick like they would normally have this giant dildo in their fucking drawer or in their closet locked away in the basement but yet like they don't have that and they rather prefer something like real so i'm basically used i've been used by like some rich couples and they've done like everything they they go on all these extravagant vacations but yet they want to see their wife get fucked by a big dick guy do you ever get flown out places and shit like that yes i've been to kentucky twice the first couple times I went to California was flown out there because of this being a lifestyle. Yeah. FMOs. Been I call York that fly me out. Times. Fly me outs. All right. Get flewed out. <laughs> uh, eventually I was like, I got to fly me first class. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get coach? <laughs> 
I don't mind. Hey, as long as it's not spirit, I am totally cool. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Yeah, because you're young. Once you get over forty, or like you're gonna start to be like, oh, now you're gonna. That's gonna be added to your list. You'll say, <laughs> I would fly uh, coach to hit. I had a booty call in San Francisco. He always do fly me out. So he called me like in the morning on a Friday. You want to come for the weekend? Sure. I'm 35, 36. I get on the back of the coach plane, fly out six hours in San Francisco, fuck them all weekend, come back on the red eye, go straight to work. Like I would never do that now that I'm old. <laughs> it would be first class layback thing so I could sleep, but just, it's just different when you get older. But yeah. So let me ask you this. What was my question? Oh, but like you said, oh, like these couples are using me, but like you're using them too, right? I mean, come on. You just literally, you admitted that you don't even care about fucking the guy's wife. You're just doing this because this is like your easy way to fuck a lot of girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty right? much, yeah. I mean, everyone's using everybody, right? Yeah, everybody. To a certain extent, everybody's using everyone. Yeah, you're using them. You're using Now let's go out with this. Like how did you, I mean, you eventually... You said you turned, you went from being fun to funds, you know, I like that saying. It's kind of uh -huh. cool. It's a good saying. Thank you. You know, when did you decide to do that and start? Was it when OnlyFans came about that you're like, oh, wow, I could do this and put this here and make all this money? I'm going to be honest. So um, it started from my brother. I told him about it. And his first question to me after I told him was just like, are they paying you? I was like, nah, nah, they nah. He's like, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? I'd be getting paid if I'm out there taking all my time and shit, driving to people and wasting my gas just to fuck them. Like, fuck that. I'd just stay home and jerk off. I was just like, you know what? And then other people kept mentioning it too. And then people on top of that online, like when I was like posting videos, because like basically you fuck a couple and then the husband or whatever, they give you video of it. And then I would post it online and it's just basically like the cycle continues. Like the other couples see the videos online and they're like, oh, I want my wife to get fucked like that. So then they, you know, so you get introduced to them and then now you're fucking them. And it's just a, a cycle, basically. Eventually, people kept messaging me asking if I sold videos and all that. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I do. You could just like cash at me or Venmo or PayPal. And a lot of people weren't comfortable going that route there was like oh well when you get an only fans just let me know i'll just subscribe instead because they i understand there's a lot of scammers out there so they don't want to like give somebody their money and then they promise that they're going to give them a video and then they don't so i get it i totally get it so i kind of like got forced into this this shit it's, it's, it's it was almost inevitable that I was just going to end up like having to be on a play, a payment platform. Yeah. And then what did you do? You went on to OnlyFans straight up. Was that the first? That's the place that like it was around at that time. Right. Because this just started. Yeah. That was the first one. But actually before that, I was actually like posting like dick pics and stuff online. Just random. And I ended up making like a connect pal. It was actually making money off of that. The most back then. Because I wasn't really like doing much. Like as far as like advertising. I made like $400 within should like three months which is like nothing considered now uh, but back then it's kind of like wow like i could do that from just putting up a dick pic i mean it's kind of like wow i could if i could do 400 on just this imagine what you can make doing the real deal exactly once you like you know saying get serious with it yeah yeah and then how did you get such a big following do you have a big following i mean i know you have a big following on twitter do you have a big following in OnlyFans? i maintain like a hundred like a hundred to like maybe 150. to be honest it's really harder for a straight male to like actually 
maintain followers and all this stuff because you got to show your butthole. You got to do like slightly gay stuff just to like kind of like like sell out. There's people that do like gay baiting and stuff like that. I have no problem you know what I'm saying, with the gays and whatnot. I'm comfortable in my sexuality. I'm totally fine being naked around another guy while I'm fucking a girl. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm fuck her through the dick hole of my boxing shorts. I'm not that insecure or anything. So I'm cool with that. Well, you're going to get a lot of people from my show because I have a huge audience. I mean, listen, the thing with OnlyFans is that because, I mean, I guess you use Twitter to get people over there, right? I mean, OnlyFans isn't like YouTube where they have this huge amount of people on there and then you post your stuff and people find you. I mean, you have to send people there. Why don't you give yes, your shout outs, yeah. Joey, so people could find you on OnlyFans and then you'll send me your link and I could put you there and then tell people what they'll see if they sign up. Okay. Yeah, I'm also on Reddit as well. Um, I'm almost at uh, 20K followers on um, Twitter, but I'm at um, 33, 35,000 uh, followers on Reddit. My Reddit is Joey Panama. You can literally just Google me at Joey Panama. Joey Panama 1 is my Twitter. You can find me there. You'll see a lot of uh, content creators that I uh, play with in my area. And those content yeah, my, uh, creators are like girls or guys, like mainly girls. Yeah, um, Mariah Moneybags um, is another one. Darian Blaze, he's one of my good homeboys. Um, he's like, like, like I got some best friends outside of the lifestyle. I have three best friends outside of the lifestyle, but like Darian Blaze is actually like my best friend, like considerably in the lifestyle. Because like I can go to him, I can talk to him about stuff we vent we talk about like other couples and stuff if he met a couple and they message me i'll ask him about them oh how is this couple and whatnot he's like a lot of times he'll message me we talk like damn near every week several times a week and just be venting it's very therapeutic um talking to him i have another guy that i talk to that i'm very comfortable with who's also like my personal trainer and he's in the lifestyle as well we vent a lot about stuff because you get frustrated dealing with these 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 personalities i call it like personality like wrangling because you're just you're just you have to like have all these people like within sync and be like cool with each other basically you're managing um, them all right you're pretty much pretty yeah. much um yeah, yeah. yeah it's you know what i'm saying like a, like a herd of sheep but not <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy. No, I know. I think a lot of people are always making fucking jokes, and I think it's rude um, about uh, anyone that's online posting pics and making money. Anyone that's doing it and doing it well and making good mm -hmm. money, and it's their full time gig and it's making enough money for them to survive, well, then they're fucking working their ass off at it because it's not oh, yeah. easy to make money online whether you have a youtube channel or a podcast like i have or OnlyFans like you do like all those things i have it too it's constant tending every single fucking constant. day it's like going to the gym if you stop going to the gym you lose all your muscles it's not like you do something yeah. once and then it's done nobody that mm -hmm. built anything online does it just grow once you get to a certain point it's it grows and you have to keep at it every fucking day and that's oh what people God, don't yes. get it's a full-time 24 7 job when it is work i mean you're having fun you're fucking people and stuff but you're still this is a business and it's you know mm -hmm. you've turned it into that and it is not a joke i think people make a lot of jokes like oh you make this money on OnlyFans. what are you fucking doing like when OnlyFans mm -hmm. got canceled everyone's like oh everyone's gonna go back to their jobs at mcdonald's it's, that's so fucking rude most people 
that can't handle a real job couldn't become an, a, a successful online person because it is mm-hmm. hard work just like anything else. It is. You, ha- you basically have to put your all in everything that you do. For if sure, you get something out of it. Otherwise, you just you just hear fucking, and then that's just it. Like, yeah, and that's, that's fine it. if that's it. But if you decide, like Joey Panama did, to turn your fun into funds, you did. You, mm-hmm. you got to take it seriously. It's a whole different game, and that's oh, what's yeah. interesting. Now you're doing it, and it is your gig. I know when we first started taping, you're like, had your computer in front of you. You're like trying to type while we're talking. I'm like, you can't type while we're fucking talking. You're like, oh, I'm working. I'm working. <laughs> so <it's laughs> I know like, I'm constantly working. I got like less than five hours of sleep last night. Yeah, so I get it. You got to tend to your fans and your emails and your stuff. Like I, you know, and so it is a lot of work and that's cool. So give out your, so you gave out your, all your information. So what do they see if they go on your, on your OnlyFans? What are they going to get? Okay. You're going to get my full face. I show it there. I don't show it publicly. You're going to get uh, full-length videos. I have 20, 30-minute videos. You know what I'm saying? Like, I actually put in effort and give you, like, cinema. And so I've, I've been messing with this couple for a good, solid two years now. We're very comfortable with each other. And we just, we fuck so damn much that we just, every time we shoot, we come up with, like, different, like, themes and everything. So, like, the the most recent one that we came up with was astronauts and aliens it's pretty funny we had one a couple weeks ago a couple months ago it was like joey sells this couple of car basically and it's like mariah blows the car salesman joey you're right so you create um, really hot scenarios like you yes. get into it so it's not just the same yes. thing it's not just like oh they're watching you fuck someone you you create a story mm-hmm. a fantasy yes exactly yeah, yeah. we great. had a we had a chill session one where it's 30 minutes as well and basically i actually went to their apartment and we was just chilling at their place and we were literally like legitimately i was just there just to edit some videos but like before that we were just watching a movie or whatever and then um i basically went to the bathroom and came back and she was just like jerking him off so i was just like well fuck it i'll put my dick out we were sitting there just watching tv you know what I'm saying both getting jerked off by her in the middle of us and just chilling just having a whole like conversation not even about sex you know what I'm saying just watching the movie and fucking getting jerked off just and then we eventually just started fucking afterwards <laughs> yeah but that's like a hot scenario i think some people would like to do that because that's like real reality right that's sometimes how it yes. actually happens a lot of times porn is set mm-hmm. up in such a ridiculous way that it's like that it is it's like fine <laughs> and you could suspend your imagination and get into it but that's kind of like sometimes like how real life goes and that could be super hot because it's very realistic, mm-hmm. right? Like there you are just talking and then it just happens and now they get that fuck session. So they see all that kind of stuff. You have really long videos there. I will put links yes. to all your stuff in the description on my podcast. So send me those, Joey. Send me some anonymous pics for my Patreon, but I can't have your, like, your cock has to be covered. Like, you could send me okay. a pic where yeah. they could see how big it is in boxers or something like that, or briefs, but I can't show anything X-rated. But what I'll do when your episode airs is give you free access to my private discord. Everyone pays to get in there. I have over 1500 people on my discord. So you could go in there as well and promote. And there is where you take all your X rated stuff and show people and advertise your OnlyFans and stuff. I can't post any of that. Everyone used to always send me all that shit and I tell them not to, mm-hmm. I can't do that. And yet they send it to me. So I'm like, where can I put this shit? Cause they all want to put it up there. So that's why I created this discord and people are going on there like crazy. And there's, like I said, 1,500 people there. It's a great community. You could, I'll give you free access because you're on my show. You could go there and say, hey, once your episode's up, I'll send you the link. 
hey, I'm Joey Panama, and then you could show. So my Patreon members are going to see your deck, okay? They're going to get to see it because you could show it there. I can't, though, but send okay. me for my Patreon, for my Patreon, yes. um, th- the R-rated packs, right? To promote it, and I will let you know when this airs. And okay, you're going to get a lot of signups. I have a big audience, so awesome. your OnlyFans might double. Hey, awesome. what's up? All right, thanks, Joey. Thanks so much for putting up with my coughing through the whole thing. I'll edit it all out. <laughs> oh, it's all good. Thank all right. you so much. I really appreciate you for having me. Awesome. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, Joey. Bye. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad free, and you get to see anonymous picks of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.